Well, when I was about eight years old, my dad gave me a chore. He said it was my job to take the garbage cans out to the side of the curb, get them ready for the trash man every week. Trash day in our, in our neighborhood was early, early on Thursday morning, and my dad didn't like the cluttered look of having the cans out by the curb throughout Wednesday afternoon, so he said I couldn't take them out until the evening. So that meant that I took them out after dinner, and most often, by the time I got around to that, it was dark. So every Wednesday night, walked out the front door of my house, walked around across in front of the garage and into our side yard and had to go into this big shed where the four old-fashioned metal non-rolling <laughs> garbage cans were kept. And there was absolutely no light. There was no light in the side yard, no light inside the shed. I could barely make out the dim outlines of the cans from the glow of the street light out on the street. And so in that dim light, I had to grab these cans one by one and wrestle them out to the side of the curb. And I have to tell you that I absolutely hated, hated that chore. And it's not because the cans were heavy, because they were. And it's not because the cans were stinky, which they often were. I hated that chore because I was scared of the dark. Can any of you admit that when you were kids, you were scared of the dark? Yeah, it's pretty normal. And how do we deal with fears like that? I don't know what you did, but here's what I did. I whistled <laughs> as I would walk along and <laughs> just make a noise. And somehow the noise of that whistling made me feel less scared. I didn't feel alone. And so I would whistle nonstop as I hurried to get that job done. And then once the cans were out by the curb, I would run back to the front of the house and open the door. And as I stepped from the darkness into the light, I could just feel the fear go whoosh. And I was at peace. I wasn't afraid anymore. Because of that experience, I learned early in life that darkness and light are powerful forces. And I developed a great appreciation for the way that light overcomes darkness. Well, that was in my childhood. And I grew up. And when I hit about age 16, I began to realize that there is another kind of light. It's not the light of the sun. It's not the light of lamps inside houses and rooms. It's the light that God wants to bring into our lives. It's the light of God's love and God's truth. And it's the light that arrived in the world in a personal way on the very first Christmas and it arrived through Jesus Christ. Now, unfortunately, some people miss out on the light of God because they're wandering around in spiritual darkness. And I find that people experience this darkness in various ways. They might be anxious and fearful, and they have nowhere to turn to release those feelings because they don't know that there's a God who would love to walk with them and help carry their fears and anxiety. 
And then some people seem to go through life with a sense of helplessness and hopelessness, often wondering, is this all there is to life? And they don't know that there's a God who wants to help them live with hope. Hope for today and hope for tomorrow and hope for eternity. And then then some people just decide they want to be completely self-reliant, so they convince themselves, I can just control my life all on my own. And they don't realize there's a God who wants to help them deal with all of the unknowns that will, in fact, come their way. Now, in my case, at age 16, I was a pretty decent kid for a teenager. I have to admit there were times when I acted like a real jerk toward my parents. I think that kind of goes along with being a teenager. But I wasn't fearful. I wasn't anxious. And in fact, I thought my life was going pretty well. But that was outwardly. Because you see, inside, I was deeply unsettled. I had a growing sense that as a human being, I had a soul, and my soul wasn't at peace. And I didn't know what to do with that. I was raised in a home without faith and no religious instruction, and so I wasn't sure what to do with that feeling, but I began to make some progress when I started to pay attention to the lights in the night sky. You see, as a teenager, I was becoming fascinated by the heavens. And so in the evening, many times after I finished my chores and homework, I would go out to the backyard of our house, I'd lay down on the grass, and I would just look up. And I would marvel at the gazillions of stars I could see, knowing that there were gazillions of others I couldn't see. I'd marvel at their reflected, twinkling lights. Once in a while, I'd see a meteor race through the sky. And I'd just be overwhelmed by the vastness of outer space. And the more that I looked and thought and pondered, I realized, I don't think this is an accident. I concluded that there must be a God who created this majesty and who put all of this incredible light in the darkness of the night sky. So I set out on a journey to find God, and I started visiting different churches in our community on Sunday morning to find out what they had to say about God. And I have to say, it was really awkward to show up at these places alone as a teenager, but I did it anyway, because I was on a spiritual search. So I visited a bunch of different churches, and everyone I met was very sincere, but, but there were a whole lot of churches that just didn't make sense to me. And there were many times when I met very nice people, but I just couldn't really connect with them or relate to them. And finally, one day after many months of searching, I found myself in a church that truly made me feel welcome. And they talked about God in a way I could understand. The pastor spoke from the Bible about how Jesus came into this world not to judge us. He came into this world because he loves us. And I learned that Jesus wants to lead us out of spiritual darkness and into the light of God's transforming love. 
And here's what's really blew me, what blew me away. Over the course of my life to that point, I'd met people, and you've probably met people like this, who espouse certain beliefs, but don't necessarily always live out what they believe. But the people in this church, oh, they believed it. <laughs> they, 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 they took this stuff seriously. And so it amazed me to watch how they made it a priority to love each other and serve each other and help each other learn to live by faith. And as they lived out their faith, they all seemed to have a peace in their souls. Not that their lives were always easy, but they had a peace in their souls as they experienced the light of God's love and God's truth. They had the peace I was searching for. And there was a whole lot I still didn't understand about God, but I wanted what they had, and so at the age of 17, I said yes to Jesus. I made a faith commitment to follow him. Now, as we all know, life has moments of great happiness and satisfaction and also has moments of heartache and even tragedy. And I quickly learned that Jesus doesn't take away all the bad stuff. In the first five years that I was a Christian, between age 17 and age 22, I experienced the following things. I moved away from my family and my hometown to live on my own. My teenage cousin, one year older than me, died from cancer. One of my best friends betrayed me. When I graduated from college, I moved again and got married. My father-in-law, who I had grown to deeply love and deeply respect, had a very bad accident and almost died. And my beloved grandfather died. Now that's a lot of change and stress and pain packed into a pretty short period of time. And yes, people can and do go through things like that without Jesus, but I have to tell you, it was so much better to go through all of that with Jesus in my life. He comforted me when I was full of grief. He gave me hope when I felt hopeless. And every day he poured his his love and his light into my mind and my heart and my soul. He sustained me through all of that and he continues to sustain me after all of these years and he gives me peace and he helps me to thrive in all circumstances, both good and bad. And that's what happens when the light of God comes into our lives. Yet the only reason I can experience this is because of what God did on the very first Christmas. Because of what God did on that long ago night when Jesus was born in Bethlehem. Jesus came to earth to show us all how to leave spiritual darkness behind so we can live each day in the light of his love. This is the real gift of Christmas. And that's what we get to celebrate as children of God. So here's what I want to leave you with. 
If you've never said yes to Jesus, then I want to invite you to let him lead you into the great joy of living each day in his light. Ask him to fill your soul with peace and hope. And if you have questions about how you can start your journey of faith, I invite you to to fill out a connection card. We have some at the back table. You can put it in the box. If you're online, you can fill out an online connection card. I'd be honored to get in touch with you and answer questions you might have and help you get started on a journey of faith with Jesus so that his light and his love are poured into your life every day. And then if you are a follower of Jesus, don't ever take him for granted. On this Christmas day, let him renew you and refresh your faith. Let the light of Jesus fill your life. And then you never, ever will walk in spiritual darkness. What a Christmas gift from our great God. Please pray with me. Our loving Father, we thank you so much for sending Jesus into the world to reveal yourself to us in a personal way and to show us how Jesus can be the one who lights our lives. And I pray, Father, that day by day we'd be willing to trust Jesus more and to follow him more faithfully so we can experience your love and your hope and your peace. Father, may your light illuminate us so that we can walk firmly in faith every day with you and so that the light of Jesus will shine through us and impact all of our relationships in powerful ways. Help us, Father, to live each day as people of the light. Thank you for Jesus, our greatest Christmas gift of all. And we pray this in his name. Amen.